When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Or, if you follow us on social media, EPEEP for short. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me today, he's the one with the boxing gloves. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, man, how you doing? I'm a lover, not a fighter. You're a lover, not a fighter. I'm a lover, baby. I don't. <laughs> You're Pikachu. <laughs> you love everybody, <laughs> but you can't pick up that damn boxing glove. <laughs> that was so cute. I'm sorry. Me and boxing gloves just don't look right. <laughs> so today's episode is the Punchy Pokemon, episode 29 of the Pokemon series, or translated from Japanese, Fighting Pokemon Huge Battle. You know what? I might like that. Yeah, that one's not bad. It's a little clunky. It is a little I could, clunky. I wish I could refine it a little bit, but it's not bad, all things considered. Or just call it a huge battle of fighting Pokemon. No, that's that's even clunkier. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they picked the best one of the four. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this week... Um, yeah, this week we covered this episode and we actually get introduced to a few different types of Pokemon. Oh, crap. Yes, sir. So, oh, crap. So, Dougie, man, you know what time it is. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, Dougie, man, who do you think that who's that Pokemon is of this episode? Look, there's there's a there's quite a few options, right? <laughs> there's a lot of options. There's at least three that I could see legitimately, but I'm gonna go with the obvious one. Now that bit me in the ass a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna go with Hitmonchan. Ding ding ding. Okay. And the man gonna... gets the donut. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if it was the others, but I could see it because they pulled some bullshit before. Yes. So, um, just because it's fresh on our minds, Doug, um, for once, we're not going to go straight into the history, but we have a server announcement. That a, a, a what? A service announcement. You said server. Yeah. It, well, it is kind of a server announcement. Well, it's, it's too late. I'm not getting food delivered. <laughs> so... <laughs> We have a service announcement, everybody. So, um, me and Doug have sat down and we kind of hammered out 
how we're going to be doing our Patreon. And it's actually really good for all of you fans. So we're going to start off with if you subscribe to our Patreon on the first Saturday of each month, instead of waiting week by week for the episodes to come out, you get that whole month's worth, which will be between four to five episodes in one big lump. So you get it. You can listen to it as you need. If you listen to it all on the first Saturday and you have to go the rest of the month, so be it. <laughs> um, so that would be the first tier because we have three. The second uh, and the first tier will be a five dollar tier um, to be able to get that. Our second tier, which will be for eight dollars, will include our movie reviews, which at some point we will have a decent backlog of. So you'll be able to get access to our Pokemon movies. And then on our tier three, the biggest part of our announcement, and this one's for $10 per month, we will be reviewing Pokemon Sun and Moon, more recent series going forward um, on the ten on the $10 tier. Now we haven't hammered out how those episodes are going to come out. I think we've kind of kicked around with whether we'll give you one or two extra episodes of Sun and Moon per month, whether we'll have a backlog and some of those episodes will be dropping on a weekly basis under that tier. We're not quite sure. But um, this news is exciting because this will actually be launching around our one year mark in July um, of our of the every Pokemon episode ever podcast. So, so we have to keep ourselves honest. Yes. And you'll know if, if, if no Patreon comes out, that means we didn't make it. Yes. Well, um, it's not that the Patreon. So as of, as you're listening to this right now, um, there is a Patreon, but I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a halt on this. We have not worked the kinks out. So, you can subscribe. If you want to subscribe and help us out here at the podcast, um, every dollar helps. So um, you can subscribe if you want to, if you if you think that our podcast is worth uh, worth your time. But subscribing right now when every single episode that is on the Patreon is for free right now um, on the feed that you're listening to, you might want to weigh your options before we get everything settled down for our one year. So just hold off. We're not telling you to not subscribe, but everything is not there yet. So if you subscribe today, you're not getting sun and moon and you're not getting the movie reviews besides the one movie that we've already done, which is already on the free feed. So correct. So, I mean, I don't know if I can say it any other way. Doug, do you have anything to add to that? Um, No, I mean, just, you know, that's kind of our 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 outline. That's kind of the way we're going to do it. Um, you know, we might get a little more granular with, like, in terms of our recording schedule um, when that's relevant. Because <clears throat> um, we've kind of very briefly started kicking that around but we don't want to make any 
<clears throat> pardon me, any commitments to anything and then have to immediately backtrack. Yes. And um, I, I do want to point out there, um, and, and me and Doug have not talked about it like Patreon wise, but if you are wanting to be a part of the part of a future episode, make sure to shoot us an email and uh, we will go through the background, make sure that you're a good candidate for the show and you will make it on the air for a future episode. We are taking applications for people that want to be on our show. So I just want to throw that out there as well. What's that email again? <laughs> that email is the title of the show. Um, every Pokemon episode ever podcast at gmail.com. So you have to be serious when you're sending this email because you got to type that out. <laughs> and that's why I like the email. Cause you got to <laughs> want type it in yes so um that that's where we do our business um that's where um uh, we've been communicating with our first few guests that have come on to the show um our first few guests are they're they're in the dms um we we, we can basically talk whenever i actually still talk to ben periodically um so thank you again ben for coming on to that episode um Definitely. We will be having our second guest, um, and I just um, actually officially confirmed it. We'll be recording his episode a week from um, today, but he is, um, his name is JP, and he will be coming onto our episode, um, onto the podcast in two weeks from the time that you're hearing this episode. So, there you go. Very nice. Yes. So JP, um, I'm I'm not gonna plug all all of his um, stuff right now, but yeah, he's very excited. Um, I confirmed that he's good for the time slot that we put him in for next week, Doug. So yeah, we're good to go. Sounds good, man. So that being said, this week's episode, as we said, is called the Punchy Pokemon. Um, this episode premiered in Japan October 14th, 1997, and premiered here in the States October 15th, 1998. And, Doug, I believe I'm going first on this one? Uh, uh, yes, you are. Yes, you are for, for this one, yes. Okay. So, on this date in 1951, um, the show that a lot of us um, adults that are listening to this show might have caught on a Nick at Night or caught on a few other different channels, um, depending on if you watch the black and white or you watch the color version. But the show I Love Lucy debuted on this day on CBS in 1951, Doug. Yeah, I Love Lucy. Um, groundbreaking. Very you know, groundbreaking. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that lightly. Um, kind it, of. It, it would be kind of a controversial show today. It wasn't back then, and, or it probably was, because I mean, you had, as you stated, all fair, Doug. Um, you had basically a housewife who did not work, but she had a very powerful mind and had a lot of ideas. And back then, it was hard for a lady to get out her ideas because she wasn't taken seriously because she was a woman. Because she was, and I mean, yeah, that sounds bad to say. I mean, I'll, I'll fully admit that. 
but you know that's kind of what we were dealing with so to have a show where the main female lead is routinely coming up with these schemes and you know trying to be a part of the of the husband's band to get on stage to be seen um singing and performing and you know kind of being rebuffed at every turn and then you know when she's not doing that she's getting into wacky hijinks you know where she's getting <clears throat> pardon me she's getting drunk on television or she's <laughs> so she was either drunk on television or the most famous episode that i remember as a child watching was the the day that she went to the chocolate factory yes uh, and, and she got a job there but she couldn't keep up with the demand of the chocolate so she started eating the chocolate as it was coming across on the conveyor belt oh i i, I remember that episode funny oh it's hilarious and you know and I, I think you said something you know before <clears throat> pardon me before we got on uh before we hit record um when we were just when we were kind of trying to figure out our dates um you kind of threw out, could this be remade today? Yes. And I don't... I said no. And I think you kind of came down on the same side as me because I think it would just be another show. And I think it would just, it would spend too much time talking about the past and doing the whole winky wink. And, and, the, and, and we, we, we were talking about this. You, you brought up the whole, like, they'd be poking fun and looking at the camera and um, going beyond the fourth wall. But, and I, I was telling you, I, I had just, I'm, I'm on episode seven of the reboot of Saved by the Bell. Um, it's not better than the original, but I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I do not see this show getting a second season. No. Because of the way that it was written. I mean, it, it's a good nostalgia show that, that came back and it's it's good for the time being but after the first season i i don't i don't see where really they can go unless i'm missing something within these next three episodes that i'm about to watch so i mean you bring back i love lucy where's the controversy where, where's the controversy in in bringing it back because now nowadays um in the 21st century where we we women can vote Women can drive cars. Women can work. Like it, it wasn't. Um, and I, I actually just watched that, um, that TV show, um, The Queen's Gambit, on Netflix. I've been hearing good things about that show, but I just. Oh, it's I've been, it's really good. I've really been good. tied up with some other shit. So, and and that show takes place in the fifties, and there's one specific scene on that show where, um the girl wants to go and and find a job so she can make enough money to buy a chessboard and her stepmother looks at her and goes the only women that work that are your age are of color we don't work we're a housewife well so. yeah and that's you know that's extremely of the time Yes. So I don't think bringing this back now, I mean, if you bring it back, I, I just you're 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 going to have a bunch of people on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media, just all up in arms because it's not the way that people live today. 
which it's not the point. <laughs> it's a, it's supposed to be about something in the past. And I just think that bringing it back now would kind of diminish the product because you, you have all these, all you, you have these millennials and gen, I think it's what you what, can't, you can't say that in a negative way. You are one. I am one, but a lot of us millennials freaking, we, they're kind of soft. Like I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I shouldn't, I like just watching the save by the bell. They had to take out a damn scene. I saw the scene. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but they, they, they made fun of Selena Gomez with her kidney transplant saying that Justin Bieber's mom was the one that did the kidney transplant. And then they had to take that whole scene. out. And oh, really? Yes. They, as of yesterday, if you go on Peacock, that scene is not in the show anymore. I mean, I saw the scene elsewhere um, where I was watching it, but you cannot see that scene anymore. And it's just, I'm like, come on. It, it was a line. It was meant to be funny. They weren't making fun of Selena Gomez. They were talking about Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, and their relationship to tied to Justin Bieber. Like it, it was just a funny one-off line. Like I was watching Animaniacs and they had to take out a scene from the very first episode with Johnny Depp. Um, and it, because it was bad timing, but have, have you heard of that song called Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa? No. Okay. So it's a song for kids. It's a very popular song that came out about four years ago and they had to, um, take out that scene because people were relating it to the time that they were, um, remaking the episode, make, thinking that they're poking fun at Johnny Depp and the controversy um, that he was going through with the divorce that he was going through. So, and, which that scene had nothing at all to do with Johnny Depp, his divorce and all this. I, I, I will back up Johnny Depp in this because I watched it and I was laughing when that scene came out. I was like, oh, I get that because I have little kids in my house. I know what the joke is supposed to be. But people make it into something that is completely not, and they had to take that scene out. Damn. Yeah, out of the animation. So it's so it's PC cult. So okay, that's what the fucking because I was seeing that like it was all over. You know, people were posting like YouTube reaction videos. Like they took down episode six of Animaniacs. This you know this year sucks. This you know this is why they pulled it. This is crap. Yeah. You know. Yes. Like, calm down, people. <laughs> Yeah, people were pissed. I mean, I mean, you can find the episode. I watched it and I was laughing, but I I saw that episode before I knew that it was taken down. I'm I I saw online. I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold up. They took that down for that?" It's like bullshit. <laughs> I was like, "That was a funny ass joke." So, but people just um they looked up the timeline and they were like, "Okay, so th they were they were in production with this episode at this time frame. During this time frame, Johnny Depp was going through this at this time frame. Oh, so they're trying to make fun of Johnny Depp. No, not at all. I mean, for God's sakes, they, they made fun of Trump um, saying that he has the best island in the whole world on the Animaniacs, which was funny as hell. 
Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a cyclops on a, on an island. Just oh just, no, just, just watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna give away the whole joke, but it's just funny. <laughs> but um, tying everything back together to this whole "I love Lucy," I don't think it could um last in today's culture because, just like you said, you you brought up the right word. The PC culture sucks. Yeah, and like, and my my other fear with like, and I mean, we're just talking just out of our ass. You know, nothing's been said about a remake. Nothing, you know, this isn't. We're not, you know, we're not speculating on something we saw. Um, the problem with a a reboot of I Love Lucy is you either you either do the wink wink stuff of the oh we couldn't do this back in the fifties. Or you try to modernize it, which just makes it another show. Yes. With famous character names. Yes. And then, that, you know, either way, it doesn't work. Yes. Correct. So Because I, of... I, I don't even think that you could have any original actors, because I, I don't think any of them are, I mean, sad to say, God rest their souls, but I don't think any of the original actors of I Love Lucy is still around. I, like, no, I don't think they are. Because not I even even the little kid that was in the show that was uh, Ricky Ricardo's little buddy that would dance in his band I don't even think he's around because you're talking 1951 that kid had to be at least eight or nine during that time so you're talking 49 so you're talking 69 years later he might be alive he might well but, but that but that that would but you're taking away, you know, if you can't get like an original actor from the series, you're taking away like a joke of, oh, that's my grandpa, you know, and, and you know, the, the parents watching it go, oh, that was, you know, he was in the original show and all that. But, um, yeah, so I don't even, you couldn't even do like a, a loose tie. So. Yeah. So. I, I I love how we got off onto a whole <laughs> spiel of I <laughs> on I love Lucy, but it was a good talking point though. It was, it was. So it makes duh. it sound like we kind of know what we're talking about. I know, right? So that was mine. Um, we're not done with the review yet, everyone, because Dougie Fresh still has his. So Dougie man, what do you have on this date of October fifth? Fifteen. Fifteen. I was like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> My bad. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kind of quick. Um, not saying you know anything about time or anything, because you know what is time. But you know, I I did kind of enjoy this episode a little more than last week, and I I don't want to you know shortchange us. Um, so on this date, on 1989, Wayne Gretzky becomes the all-time. <clears throat> NHL points leader um, with a goal um, to tie the game late. So he took over the points lead from Gordie Howe with eight, uh, 1,850 total points. That's that's um, goals and assists are, are how you uh, tabulate points in the NHL. And the the next um, question is, <coughs> pardon me, well, Doug, 
how many points did he end up with? <laughs> yes, Doug. How many points did he end up with? And as he looked it up. Uh, 2,857. Oh, shit. So, he, yeah, he was going, man. That's a lot of points. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Holy crap, that did not need to be on my feet. There's sometimes I'm glad my wife is not around me as I'm scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> Doug? What happened? No, I was scrolling through, and then all of a sudden, a half-naked woman was on my screen promoting told, her. Pr- promoting told you not herself. to go on those sites while we're doing. No, this was Instagram, and Rachel Cook just has no chill at all. And she was just like, oh, I'm going to make a montage video of me pulling up my underwear and um, thrusting my hips and just all sorts of just. All righty. Good stuff. Um, so the punchy Pokemon, Doug. Yes. So you ready to get into this episode? I am ready because this <laughs> was a pretty decent episode, all things considered. Yes, it was the better of the two. We're recording this again on December 1st, 2020. Um, still again, another impromptu episode, um, just to get it in the can before we get to our special guest. And... Yeah, we start this week's episode with a Hitmonchan training um, by going on a jog and punching the air, um, looking like he's training for a big fight, Doug. Yeah, and I wanted to ask, because, you know, because this is how we started the episode. Yes. And, you know, we don't start with the with our heroes right away, but I wanted to ask, is this how Hitmonchan appear? Like, could this literally, could this honestly be a wild Hitmonchan? Or did, you know, spoilers for about five seconds from now, did the trainer give him this outfit? Um, you know, actually, it's funny you say that because I was watching uh, Pokemon Journeys, um, I think it was last night or the night before. And um, there's a Pokemon in the show called Scorbunny. Okay. Okay. And when, and when Scorbunny evolves, Scorbunny, th- think of it this way. And I, I, this is, this is the only way that I can paint the picture. Scorbunny is a naked Pokemon, has no clothes. Okay. So when he evolves, he gets basically his, uh, his feet morph into like um some like black paws um he gets like a coat um like a winter coat around his body and he gets a scarf that goes around his mouth so i think the clothes come with the evolution i mean and us us today we we i mean we know that hitmonchan is a second generation pokemon because there's another pokemon that's hitmonchan right before he's a hit He's a Hitmonchan. So, yes, I'm going to fully say, because when Ash pulls out his Dexter, um, Hitmonchan is in the exact same outfit. So I think that the, the clothes come with the Pokemon, and so does the punching gloves. Gotcha. 
Because I, I think the punchy gloves are actually Hitmonchan's hands, which, how does he eat? That's a good question. Mm. Hmm. Lots of protein shakes. Yes. So, okay. But, uh, but yes, um, to answer your question long-windedly, um, I believe cold-heartedly that this could have been a wild Hitmonchan that could be caught in the wild. Okay, so Ash just wasn't completely over his head with something? No, I don't think so. Because, like like I said, um, Dexter has a picture of Hitmonchan, and Hitmonchan's in the exact same outfit. So that's not a, that's not an original, um, that's not an original outfit. Gotcha. So, I'm just putting two and two together. I might be wrong later on, but you guys can scream at me on Twitter or through email and I might I might read it. So <laughs> I might read it. <laughs> but uh I just think it's funny because Ash as soon as he sees this Hitmonchan becomes a professional boxer out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting there and he's telling P- Pikachu basically, put your dukes up and this is how you punch. You're gonna punch like this and like this and like this and like this and pikachu is pikachu in itself is kind of getting motivated but um what we find out later on is i guess behind the scenes or the scenes that they cut out of this episode pikachu is on the verge of learning a brand new attack right so so good for ash with doing this because i mean he was able to teach his Pikachu a new move unbeknownst to all of us yet. So you, you, you want to go over the next part um, after we get the title sequence, Doug? So he goes up uh, and so freaking after they coach him and after we have like a, like a, a freaking like Rocky thing. Yes. And 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 for out of nowhere, I guess Ash just happened to have some boxing gloves inside of his backpack because he gave them to Pikachu and told Pikachu, "Let's battle this Hitmonchan so we can catch him." So he goes up to him, and Hitmonchan is kind of giving him the the bully at the schoolyard. <laughs> Hitmonchan's on such a higher level than Pikachu. I feel so bad for Pikachu. And Ash goes, all right, Pikachu. <coughs> Pardon me. You good give over him, there? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> give, him, give him the rocket punch. And Pikachu goes in and tries to punch him, but gets stopped in his tracks because Hitmonchan's like, I'm just going to put my, my fist on top of Pikachu's head now I'm going to put my foot on top of Pikachu's head and Pikachu won't be able to move even though he's trying to punch me. And Pikachu is getting pissed. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Pikachu, when he gets pissed, you know, that's when stuff kind of pops off. Yes. And, um, you know, he actually executes the rocket punch. And Hitmonchan was not expecting that. Well, he wasn't expecting it, and then, you know, the camera kind of messes with you because 
the way that they make it look is that he landed this big knockout blow and what is it? Misty goes, he did it. And Brock goes, he did. And then we, we zoom out to reality and we find out that Pikachu just landed a, a very cheap like shot. The most glancing blow on Hitmonchan's cheek. <laughs> and Hitmonchan's just looking at Pikachu like, did you really just do that motherfucker? Really? Really, dude. And then, uh, and then we get his trainer, uh, walk into the scene and, eh, Basically goes, oh, so you 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 want a battle? So are you ready, Hitmonchan? And then at it's at this point, Pikachu gets shit scared. Yeah, because <laughs> Pikachu's bad when he when he thinks he's got something because he's like, this is my show. And then you know, I think he I think he finally dawned on him. Then like, oh no, he's a fighter. <laughs> I'm about to get my ass kicked. <laughs> I might not make it. He stood behind um Ash or no, he stood behind um Brock just shit scared and then full on gets whacked. Like hit my chance should should feel bad for the way that he treated Pikachu in this sequence because Pikachu basically got rocked. Like he was hitting like 20, 30, 40 punches on Pikachu, and all he needed was just one punch. <laughs> and he knew it. He he didn't need to go this extra route because Pikachu is he's already defenseless. Like he Pikachu's already in the air getting punched. And he's like chan 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 chan. <laughs> and Ash is just like, fuck. And then Pikachu just starts seeing stars. <laughs> <laughs> And then after he after he after Pikachu starts seeing stars, Hitmonchan goes, "I'm gonna uppercut this motherfucker." Whack! <laughs> and, and, that, and, and that's the one. And that's where it was called. Done. As it should have been, although you could maybe argue that maybe it should have been called before that. Yes. So, all right. So after that point, Doug, uh, you want to go on to the next scene? So the trainer calls Hitmonchan the winner. They do a little victory pose. And then uh, apparently his daughter gets in the middle of the road and goes, what are you, come home, what are you doing? Well, yeah, babe, and he's like, he's like, no, I'm out here training. I, I, I need to become the best. And you're not going to become the best just sitting at home. And then just runs away and just starts basically uh, jogging with his Hitmonchan again. Which, what, a... what kind of shape is this Hitmonchan in? Because if you think about it, Hitmonchan must have been really far away from his trainer because a lot happened before his trainer got in the picture. You know, this is true. It's not like the trainer was on a bike behind him. He maybe, he, maybe he came maybe up Hitmon, like two two minutes later. Maybe Hitmonchan goes out independently. Apparently, but um, it's at this point that we get good old smitten Brock because now Brock sees a pretty lady and thinks she is just it. She's the best. 
yeah, I have issues with this, which aren't really relevant now. They're going to be relevant at the end. But just let it be known to all who are listening that I have issues with this particular flirtation. Why not? Why is that? Because well, it's not relevant now. Oh, I'll I'll go I'll we'll circle back like we did a couple of weeks ago. All right. So okay. So at, it's at this time, scene cut, and we are now at the Pokemon Fighting Gym, where the Hitmonchan uh, basically trains. So it's at this point, all of them are in there, and um, his daughter is going over. Um, the Pokemon boxing scene, talking about the famous boxing Pokemon that are around this area, and they all come here, and they all want to be the best. And I don't like this because they're in there, and Ash immediately goes, this isn't like any Pokemon gym I've ever been in. I was like, you dope. (laughs) Yeah. it's It's a gym gym. Yeah. So... I, I, I don't. Do do we ever end up finding out, um, uh, what the name of this, um, guy is? Of the, Anthony of, of the guy, Anthony. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought his name was. Okay, so so we can call him by name during this episode. But yeah, um, yeah, Anthony basically made a home gym, and inside of the home gym, if you remember. The unofficial gym from what? What was the name of that episode? Oh goodness! Um, I I have it right here. The name of that episode was "The Path to the Pokemon League," episode eight. And it was um, I want to say AJ, Zeb, but that's AJ. AJ. Yes. So in that episode, um, AJ had his own like tent that. Where, where he trained all his Pokemon. This is basically the kind kind of the same setup, but it's a lot less advanced um, to what AJ has. This one basically just deals with weights. Yeah, because it's because it's a it's a box it's a fighting it's a boxing gym whatever. Yes. So, all right. So yes, yeah, at this point, um, we have story time, and. It's the daughter's kind of sad, basically, because the father basically has no time for the family. He's always gone and he's always training. So she wants him to just come home. So, Doug. They. um, So they're standing there and they see the. The poster for the P1. um, Fighting tournament. And do we ever find out the daughter's name? Um, we I, have to, Rebecca, right? Ye, let me see. That sounds familiar. Yes, Rebecca. Yes, you're you're one hundred percent right. Rebecca and, and, and she says, "Well, he's always so focused on winning um, that tournament. So maybe if he loses, he'll be home more." He'll he'll come home and he'll be home with us more. And Horny Brock pops up again and goes, "Well, we'll take care of that. <laughs> we'll just take. We'll just. Where's the fight? We'll just. Well, right now, we'll go. And then we'll go out for a milkshake or something." <laughs> and, Brock, um, Brock is so horny. He's he's basically saying, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be your father." 
I'll, I'll, I'll be here. I mean, I took, I took care of my brothers and sisters. You have no idea what I can do, woman. <laughs> when, did, when did Brock turn into Barry White? What did, what did... <laughs> I feel like that's my go-to because I think you said the same thing about Boatsmaker from... Uh. <laughs> You're like, when, when did he become Barry White? Well, that that's my voice. That's my voice. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, it's at this point um, Ash remembers about his primates. Yeah, and and we have the same flashback, but Ash isn't scared. He's like, well, you know, primate is a fighting Pokemon, and then Brock goes, well, and I have Geodude, so we're covered. So it's at this point um, we go to a scene with Team Rocket, and Team Rocket is looking at the P1 tournament poster, and they're like, ooh, there's going to be a lot of strong Pokemon here. So if we can get in there, then we can um, steal some of these strong Pokemon and bring them back to the boss. So, and I mean, and, 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 and it's a good plan, but it's very, very not well thought of. Well, and Meowth immediately points out the flaw. He said, well, that's all well and good and great because, you know, obviously we're Team Rocket and we're fabulous, but we ain't got a fighting Pokemon. Yeah. So, what do they do? They kidnap a guy. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot I forgot all about that. They they actually dress up Jesse and Jesse is all like thinking of of the glam here, but it's a nice photo of Jesse in a bikini. Just yeah, because she's like, well, we could take the money and then I'll I'll have a have a dinner with my close friends, and it's just Jesse in a bikini with a bunch of male servants, Cabana boys, basically. <laughs> the the it looks like the same boys that Agatha had in in the Tentacool and Tentacruel episode, right? <laughs> just her servant boys, like I'm so ugly, but I got all this money. I I can I can afford to be around a bunch of nice looking men except and and the good thing about jesse is she doesn't have that problem no Je- jesse i mean if she dolls herself up can be a good looking woman could so, be she is so it's at this point now um that we kind of switch frames and let's see we find we find a man who's coming into town um, with a trained Hitmonlee at this point. And I'm sorry, outside of the video game, Hitmonlee looks so weird as a Pokemon. Right? I mean, because he's, he's legs and a torso. Yes. And that's all he is. Like, where where is his mouth? Like, I don't even see his mouth. (laughs) How does he, how does, how does he eat? But yeah, they 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 kidnap this man, Doug, and they take his Hitmonlee, and Hitmonlee listens to them. Like, why? Yeah, and that, and that's where I'm sitting. And you know, a little bit of spoilers. We never see this guy again. No. We Not... we this Team Rocket doesn't get their comeuppance for stealing, for stealing a Pokemon. 
Uh, I mean, they get their comeuppance, well, but well, they do. But they don't. You know, the guy doesn't come out and go, "Hey, that's my Hitmonlee," and then Hitmonlee kicks him, and then Team to, Rocket blasts off. Yeah, I mean, to all we know, he's still in that bathroom, tied up, and starving to death. Oh dear. <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh well, that just that just went to a dark place. You, I mean, you, you took kidnapping and made it dark. How dare you? <laughs> How dare I make something dark? So, okay. Yes, so it's at this point we kind of flash forward um, to the tournament. So we're now in front of thousands and thousands of people. Team Rocket is in the big coat that the man was under that they took from that guy. Um, James is at the bottom. He's holding up Jesse on his shoulders, and he can barely stand. Yeah. <laughs> and um, James is one, one weak mofo. You know, it's the whole two people in a trench coat thing. You know, it's like it's um. It reminds me of this Simpsons bit where um, Millhouse and Bart have been ba- banned from the comic book shop. Oh, I've seen this episode. But they find out that. Um, some famous magician is going to be at the shop, you know, doing get, doing uh, um, tricks and stuff. So they, and they want to go. To so they use Homer as the top, and he walks up, and you know they're stumbling because obviously, you know, it's Homer on top of two kids, and they get to the <laughs> door, and Homer goes, "Hello, I'm Shaquille O'Neal. Let us in, please." And then they pull the trench coat out, and they, and that's that's kind of the immediate image that I got with Jesse walking out of the stall with um with the trench coat and the hat on and shit. So in this scene it's funny because um Ash and Brock are down there uh are down there with um I keep forgetting his damn name. Anthony. Anthony. Yes. So they're down there with Anthony and they're standing right in front of Team Rocket. Jesse didn't know that Ash and the gang were were gonna be there. So she's taken aback. So she's like, oh my gosh, it's twerp. So um, it's at this point that the episode kind of takes a big fast forward because um, we immediately go from that scene to the first round and it's um, it's Ash um, ver- it's Ash and Primate versus another trainer and their Machop. Yes, and we get um, we get a brief um, kind of, I don't, definition is not the right word, but a brief kind of, well, yeah, definition, I guess, of Machop, and about how he's, like, solid muscle, and, you know, they find out his, his, um, because he's about to do it, they find out his signature move is the seismic toss, and Ash (laughs) freaks out, like, he didn't just see a seismic toss in the last episode. Yes. And I'm sitting there going, goldfish, you know? But, okay, okay. So this P1 tournament, okay? Isn't yes. this P1 tournament supposed to be a boxing match? Well, or is it like or, early, or, or is it just an exhibition fighting show? It's kind of like early UFC, I, I kind of think. Okay. okay. Where it's like it's 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 fighting. Just legal. Just yeah, it's it's not well, it's underground because they are kind of underground, but it's not like hush hush. It's not like Pokémon Fight Club. <laughs> this basically is Pokemon Fight Club. So, um, so yeah, they're 
they're fighting and Machop, I keep wanting to say Machamp, but Machop grabs um, Primate by the foot or by the ankle and starts twirling him around like fucking crazy and just throws uh, Primate out of the ring and that was it. Well, he throws him and so I thought I thought this was like early WCW where like over the top rope and it was it, you know, I mean, a little different because early WCW was, if you throw somebody out, you get disqualified. Yes. But so I thought, okay, he did the seismic toss out of the ring. Like, I thought that was it. I thought that was game. And we, we have Ash running after him. Like it's a big dramatic football play and he misses him. And, and primate gets mad because he has a temper. Remember from a few episodes ago. And you think, oh boy, Ash is about to get it. But no, Makey goes into the ring and just starts giving Machop the business and impresses everybody and just kicks Machop and fucking knocks him out. And Ash is like, all right, cool. That's, that's my Pokemon. And even though he hasn't trained Primate a lick, this is all from the wild. Just saying. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's been afraid to take him out of the Pokeball because he doesn't want to get that work again. <laughs> well, Which, you know, see our discussion a couple weeks ago about how Ash is a bad trainer. <laughs> yeah. It, I, and then we go straight from that to um, Jesse and James with Hitmonlee against Brock's Geoduke. Yes, and the the profile that we get or not the profile, like the stare down that we get is ridiculous. Why? Well, why, why first do you say of that? all, first of all, I want to backtrack just a second. And, okay. You know, forgive me. I know we're we're kind of all over the place, but it's it's late and we're we're kind of on a roll and it's 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 kind of a weird thing. Um. So, um, Misty and Rebecca are in the stands watching. Yes. And. Pardon me, as Primate is putting the work on Machop, Misty's kind of going, wow, this is impressive. And Rebecca's like, what do you mean? And Misty goes into the whole explanation about how Primate's still got a bit of a wild streak and he would never listen to Ash. He was just kind of doing his thing. And maybe by seeing the the dedication to... um, to his safety, maybe that kind of snaps something into uh, <coughs> Primate. Yes. And Rebecca's like, that's all well and good, but I have no investment in this storyline. I'm just here to get my father back. I'm just, yeah, she, she wants her father to lose, so he'll be at home. more. So, at this point, um, Hitmon Lee starts fighting Geodude. And just starts putting the work in on Geodude, but Geodude's blocking all the attacks. But not only is he blocking, but it's Geodude. Geodude's get getting the work in because uh, there's nothing Geodude can do because Geodude is just a rock with hands. And as he's getting the work in, Anthony comes over and goes, "Yeah, your Geodude basically has no shot. Here, here's the towel. You throw this in." And you go get your Pokemon, and you can watch the rest of the fights. 
yeah, he goes, you need, as a, a good trainer needs to know when to walk away. And he hands him the towel and Brock throws it in. And, you know, he, he gets in the ring and he scoops him up and he's, you know, he's apologizing. He's asking Geodude if he's okay. And Geodude goes, Geo. And Brock goes, you don't have to apologize. Motherfucker, he probably wasn't apologizing. <laughs> you threw him in there because you're horny. Yes. He he won. He wanted his Pokemon to, to show to show good work so he can get good work from Rebecca. I don't think we should talk about her like that because Brock's 15. How old is this girl in the episode? I, I mean, probably about the same age. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> so, all right. With that being said, um, <clears throat> let's see. We go straight from that to some still images of the rest of the rounds of other Pokemon putting in some work, but it's finally come down to Hitmonchan versus Hitmonlee. And Team Rocket is right there. And these two just go at it. And Hitmonchan is getting worked. Like Hitmonlee is just putting in work. Because, and, and this this makes sense, right? Because they are evolutionary forms of each other, right? Yes. So it would make sense that the big brother's putting in work on the little brother. And well, no, well, well they're not the same form. So they're they're two different Pokemon. They're that that's not the little version of Hitmonchan, if that's what you're getting at. These are two different uh, Hitmon Top and. Um, Hitmon, Hitmon Top is the pre-evolution version of, of Hitmon Lee. And then what's the pre-evolution um, of Hitmon Chan? Give me this. Evolutions of Hitmon Chan. There we go. So the pre-evolved version is Tyroke. That's his oh. name. Oh. So you got Tyroke is the pre... Oh, no. No. I'm sorry. Um, let me see. Hold on. Hitmonchan. Bulb. Because I'm, I'm, I'm getting... Uh, Pre-evolution in the main series. Evolution. Yes. There we go. Tyroke is um, the pre-evolved version of Hitmonchan. Hitmontop is the pre-evolved version of Hitmonlee. There you go. There you go. Got it. Okay. Just, just so, wanted to throw that out there for you. So, yeah, I, and I don't, and forgive me if you ask this question, because this is kind of, this is like I say, it's late and it's been a little crazy. Um, so I'm watching Hitmonlee put in work on Hitmonchan here, and all Team Rocket's um, instructions are just you know kick, 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 kick. Yes. Why is Hitmonlee listening to them? Uh, I'm guessing that Hitmonlee thinks that Team Rocket is its leader. Because remember, they're covering their face and they're just in the big trench coat. 
but I don't I don't like to think of Pokemon as being that dumb. Well, maybe that was the way that he was raised. Just to fight and just if somebody tells you to kick, you kick and don't don't look back. Yes. Okay. So uh that's where that that's what I got and I'm rolling with it. So it's at this point, uh they're they're in the ring and Hitman Chan basically gets worked and loses against Hitman Lee. Yeah, because pretty drastically too. Well, and it's it's a weird, um, it's a weird loss because you know Anthony knows that um, Hitman Chan is not going to come out on the right side. But Team Rocket doesn't give no fuck about nobody. No. So they're going in. I'm hesitant to say for a kill shot, but, like, they're not stopping. So all of a sudden, Rebecca jumps down from the stands and goes, don't hurt my father's Pokemon. And throws in the towel. And he throws in the towel, or the towel gets thrown in. But then Anthony has to jump in front of her to save her, and he gets kicked and gets knocked all the way back to the turnbuckle. Because Team Rocket just has no chill. Like that, they have no that, chill. They have no heart. They don't care. That Hitmon Lee was getting ready to just go all up Rebecca's head. That 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 would have been dangerous. Yes, because we don't know. I mean, obviously, we've seen Ash and Ash get shocked, and Misty's gotten flamethrowers. But you're talking, and I'm not going to say undisciplined Hitmon Lee, but obviously a, a Hitmon Lee that needs more training. A Hitmon Lee with a temper. Yes. So it's at this point, um, Team Rocket um, accidentally slips up, and James can't hold Jesse anymore, and they fall out of the coach. And Ash, Misty, and Brock are like, "Oh my gosh, it's Team Rocket!" And it's at that point that they don't really actually i i'm putting my foot in my mouth now because it's the next round and it's ash's primate against um against team rockets hitmon lee at this point and hitmon lee knows now that his trainer is not there but he's still listening to team rocket right hmm but uh, Primate is actually putting in some work during this match and freaking Meowth went underneath the ring at this point and put a bomb. I mean, uh, don't, don't ask me why the bomb's there or what the bomb is actually supposed to do because, I mean, we find out later what the bomb actually does and it just makes no sense why it's underneath the ring, but it's a kid show. We're going to roll with it now. Yeah. Because at this point, we have to. Yes. So, at this point, Pikachu sees Meowth run from underneath the ring, and Pikachu looks under and sees the bomb. Pikachu's like, oh shit, there's a bomb underneath this ring, and walks over to Ash and tries to tell Ash, but Ash is not hearing it. And so, Pikachu, which is weird, because we basically just had the Timmy and the Well thing you know, last week. Yes. 
Um, and it's, you know, Ash goes, well, Pikachu, I don't really have any time for this. It's like, oh, fine, but there's a bomb, but okay. So Pikachu says, well, I'll just, I'll just handle my own business, I guess. So and, uh, Pikachu goes under the ring, grabs the bomb, and they go to, they, 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 Team Rocket sits here and tries to detonate this bomb. The bomb's not going off, and Pikachu just hands Meowth the bomb. But <laughs> Meowth goes, oh, thanks. And then goes, wait a minute, what? And it's at this point we're getting the climax of this boxing match, and Hitmonlee is on the turnbuckle and jumps off the turnbuckle. Primate jumps as well and gives a full-on uppercut to Hitmonlee. And fucking knocks him out. And Primate is your new P1 winner. So, <clears throat> you know, everybody's happy except for, you know, Team Rocket. But they really don't have a leg to stand on because that's not their Pokemon. And we, we spent basically the entire episode going, how in the hell does this happen? Um, You know, there's this real heartfelt moment about... Basically, I'm going to be a better father. I'm going to be home more. You know, Anthony's kind of giving Hitmonchan an attaboy. You know, you fought good, you know. But now he wants Ash's primate. But, but well, actually, wait, we're, we're not there yet. So, um, Team Rocket's upset. They now have, Meowth has the bomb back in his hand now. Um, the bomb finally goes off because, of course, it's a kid's show, so it was delayed like two minutes and fucking blows up, and they are out of here. Team Rocket's blasting off again. That's the last we see of them. Right. So now um, we're back, and Anthony wants Primate because he wants to make him a world champion. Because, um, you know... He's a hell of a fighter, but, you know, I can turn him in. It's like, dude, he has the belt. Yeah. He's the P1 champion. But Ash, being Ash, just fucking gives him up. Just He says, okay. He says, well, you know, he has the belt, but maybe he can be better. It's like, it makes no sense. It, it, it's, and I said it before we hit record. And I know, you know, good podcasters maybe shouldn't keep referring to their their pre-record chat, but whatever. We're doing this by our, by the seat of our pants. Leave us alone. Yes. It's also 1130 at night. Shut up. <laughs> um, With Butterfree, right, it was understood that, like, it's kind of a a rite of passage thing. Like, you know, Butterfree have to go on and mate or else, you know, stuff. Yes. So it was kind of accepted. Like, okay, Butterfree, Butterfree needs to be, oh God, I hate myself. Butterfree needs to be set free. <laughs> so we do it. This is Ash just giving up a Pokemon. Yes. Just, you're a fighter. You've won this belt. But here, wow. stay at this gym. And he never sees his primate again. Just throwing that out there. 
unless he gets revisited in a later episode that I have not seen yet. This primate's gone, and the and the announcer um, of the show even alludes to it. Will he ever see his primate again? I guess we'll have to find out at a later time. And he walks away and just gives them to Anthony. And Rebecca is happy because her dad's now home, but now her dad's going to be training with primates. So what good has that done? Right. Fucking, fucking <laughs> Rebecca's be, just going to run away. He'll be home training. So, yeah. Um, that's basically the end of the episode. But Doug, you, you said you had a problem with um, Brock's um, being smitten to Rebecca. You want to explain? Oh, yeah, right. So when Rebecca first shows up and, you know, Brock, it's Brock. So a woman shows up, Brock has to be interested for at least the top half of the episode. And, you know, they enter the fighting league because Brock wants to get in on her good side, you know, for for reasons. And when when we're at the end and it's this big heartfelt moment, you know, oh, dad, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay, Rebecca? And and the family's reunited. Brock's just completely backtracked on that whole thing. Mainly because I'm sure he realizes that Anthony would tear his head off. But. Well, yeah. It's just weird because like he's so gung ho and then it's like, oh, he wait, wanted no, to be Rebecca's is, daddy. This is. A, oh, oh, I don't. Good night, everybody. I don't. That's not, I that's I'm. Hmm. Wasn't that the vibe that you were getting? No, that's this is my last episode. I'm uncomfortable. I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's kind of what I got, because, I mean, she was talking about how she doesn't have a dad. And he was basically alluding to, okay, well, I can be there for you. Am I wrong? Mm. He wanted to be her man. He wanted to be her dad. He wanted to be the, the guy figure in her life that she's looking for. He wanted to fill that void. Mm. You still don't like it. I don't think you should be talking about her void like that. <laughs> but, all right, well, yeah, that's the episode. That is the episode. That is, It's a good episode. Um, it frustrates me because Ash had... Um, did he have six? He had six Pokemon, and now he's back down to five. So he and, had he, he has one spot on his belt again. And there's Krabby just sitting in Oak's lab, just having having lunch. Yep. So he's now back down to six Pokemon, but he, he wants to keep that one slot open because he's a selfish mofo, and he will not call Krabby out. But he will call Krabby out at some point, just not now. No, because that would make a little bit of sense, and we don't want to make too much sense too soon. No. Ridiculous. So, yes. So, all right. Well, that's this week's episode, Doug. Yeah, um, I liked it. Um, 
you know, the from for the base of it, you know, the the fighting tournament is is a cool um is a cool concept, right? I mean, because yeah. this wasn't like Fight Club. This was a legitimate like. I don't know if it was. I mean, it had to have been sanctioned. I mean, there was fucking oh, yeah. an audience. There was thousands of people there. So yeah, sanctioned fight. So. But uh, yeah, the whole. I mean, the whole. My dad's never home, and you know, you got the Rocky vibes. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's a good episode if you like. You know, legitimate like Pokemon fighting. Like this was good. This was action heavy. That's it, action heavy. Yes. But the story was kind of subpar. I, I could have taken her left. Yeah, exactly, subpar. So. All right. Well, do you have anything else to add this week, Doug? Before we ride off into the sunset. I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't offhand know what episode is next well actually i do I'm, yeah I'm, episode 30 mind. sparks fly for magnemite so that's next week's episode oh man i'm gonna have a good old time saying this and do coil dream of electric mites mm, give me give me sparks fly yeah me too all right. Well, say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you that I hope that you're sticking around with us and we'll see you next week for another fantastic episode. Have a good night.